Tuesday. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope everybody had a nice time celebrating and was safe and kind to yourself and didn't do anything inherently or permanently stupid or damaging. Um, Even if you did, be kind to yourself and understand that fucking mistakes happen. And, you know, we only live once and sometimes we want to see what the fuck happens. So we make dumb decisions just to see what will happen. And that's okay. Um, But try not to make a habit of it because we want to be kind to ourselves. Okay. Be kind to yourself. You know, I I have uh, usually I tell everybody that I usually record my episodes in advance. So, you know, I am recording this just before New Year's and I have a game night that's coming up with my family and some friends and we're going to be fucking wilding out, having drinks, having games, having fun, doing all that. So I'm super excited. I haven't done it yet, but I'm gonna. I swear to fucking God, I'm going to beat everybody because I'm very competitive when it comes to games. Sometimes. Mildly. Not, well, not incredibly. I'm kind of, oh, mildly. I am mildly competitive. <laughs> I, I am mildly competitive. Not overly, just mildly. Just a little sprinkle. Just a sprinkle of competitive. Okay? Not too bad. Not too bad. Anyways. Today, I want to talk about sorting through and accepting the pieces of your past for what they are. And I know very much how annoying and difficult that can seem, how daunting it can seem. But let me paint a picture for you. Have you, my dear listeners, my sirs and ma'ams, my honey bunches, have you ever gone through a moment in life where things just come back into your hemisphere, right? Things just keep coming back and kind of invading your, your hemisphere. And you're forced to recenter or interact with that situation again after extreme avoidance. This can happen in several different ways and you can handle it in even more ways. The, the number of ways that you can handle something like this is very extraordinary. <laughs> so I'll go over those in a second, but I feel like most of us understand that sometimes things come back in our lives because we need to face them. There was unfinished, uh, unfinished, huh? I wish it was fun. It's, uh, I, you have unfinished business. And unfinished business, like I said, can be finished in several ways, okay? It can be finished internally, so it's something that you can work on internally. You don't have to interact with the person. It's something that you come to terms with on your own, and then you move forward from it, right? Others is interacting with the situation. Some people like to interact with the situation, mainly because they have some kind of hope that it's going to have a different outcome, and we like to hold on to the past. And... Sometimes it's a mixture of both. I'm sure there's others. Like I said, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional. I'm just a girl with a lot of fuzzy blankets. One of them being a heating blanket, okay? So you can deal with them in a few different ways. But when you are going through 
and trying to accept and sort through bits of your past that had a very unsavory history with. It can be very annoying and very draining and very confusing because it can bring you back to a time, depending on how far back that past stems from, it can bring you back to a time where you felt emotionally vulnerable or out of control, depending on who you are, right? It can sometimes bring you to a point where you don't want to be, right? And if you find yourself, right, in those situations where you are being taken back to a moment of emotional vulnerability that was uncomfortable, it was, it was a very uncontrolled emotional vulnerability, that's something that I think you should look at. Now, you don't have to, right? I always tell you, you don't have to do shit. You don't have to do a goddamn thing, however, comma, it would benefit you to look into it and solve it in your own way. Come to terms with it in your own way. Sorting through your past in your own way that's healthy and beneficial for you. Spring cleaning, right? I'll use this as an example. When you're spring cleaning and you're cleaning every nook and cranny, some people fucking go crazy and, you know, clean every little inch, square inch of their house. They get behind every dresser, under every bed, um, you know, under every vase, right? They're cleaning everything. That's kind of what you need to do when you're sorting through your past to make way for a healthier future. I understand that life gets in the way. I understand how difficult it can be to sort through things in your life that you just don't have time for, right? And, and that's kind of the thing. Like, I don't have time for this, right? I don't have time to learn another lesson. I don't have time to sort through this this broken part of myself. I don't have time, right? And I hear that a lot. I've said it a couple of times. I've heard my girlfriend say it a couple of times. Um, people, just everybody. I've heard everybody say this. I just, I don't have fucking time for this shit, right? And I understand. <laughs> I understand that something like this is not something that we all, nobody wants to make time for sometimes and most of the time, a very painful process of sorting through the pieces of your past. I understand how annoying that can be. I can understand how inconvenient it can be because it's not something that you can necessarily plan for unless you are somehow ahead of the curve and you're trying to do it before it finds you, right? Which is probably ideal, but then again, a lot of us kind of go through things so quickly that we forget where it comes from and it just kind of gets lost in the white noise of the uh, in, in the background of your life, right? So... A lot of the time, getting ahead of the curve is not always feasible. So when you have these situations, when you have these situations where you are faced with, okay, this is something that I have to sort through, right? Go through it all the way. Finish it. Get it over with. Understand your past, understand you, understand where the hurt comes from. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine. I was telling her, you know, she was confused about something in her past. And she was just like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to come to terms with this shit? 
Like, I don't get it. Like, how, how do I understand where this comes from? And I kind of broke it down for her because it was a very clear and concise question that she was asking. And it, it was kind of a rhetorical question. Like, I don't think she was expecting me to answer. I, wasn't think, I, don't, I don't think she was expecting me to have an answer for her. But it was more of a, okay, well, and I know this friend very well. So I told her, I said, well, you know, you're probably feeling this way because of, and I said, probably, I don't know, this is something that only you know, but from what you told me, it sounds like where this is coming from is X, Y, and Z from your past. And then it kind of graduated and grew and promoted into how you feel today because you haven't been able to move past that. This is why I say that everybody's situation is unique. Now, our childhood, and I was joking around with another friend about this, our childhood shapes our, the amount of audacity that we have. In a good way and a bad way, okay? It shapes the audacity that we have, okay? So if you have a particularly challenging childhood for whatever reason, right? A lot of the time, those bits and pieces of your childhood that was in some way or form traumatic can have a great impact on how you live life as an adult if you have not confronted them yet. And then chalk on the childhood traumas to adult traumas, right? So imagine a lot of us go through life, we experience childhood trauma, we don't face it, then we become adults, and then we experience adult trauma, adulthood trauma. So like somebody that is, for example, sexually assaulted as a child, right? And then they never face it, they don't really... um, get to the root of the issue. They don't move past it. It's just sitting there, right? And then they get, as an adult, and unfortunately as adult, they get sexually assaulted again, right? As an adult. So not only did they have their childhood violated, now they have a portion of their adulthood that's violated. Because a lot of adults are sexually assaulted. A lot more children than you think are sexually assaulted. Okay? So when we have those traumas that we don't sort through, when we have those bits and pieces and shards that are incredibly sharp that we have not had a chance to dull or sweep up or throw away, it can it it, it becomes a very heavy load. Okay? It can be very, very heavy. It can be very difficult to carry after a certain period of time. The more that you carry on, right, the more difficult the, the more difficult it can get. Right. So like what's what's more difficult, washing a dish after you eat on it or waiting until you have 80 dishes in the sink to start doing the dishes. And everybody does things different ways. Right. So there's no I I don't want to say that there's a right way to do things because everybody's comfortable in different ways. So like for me, right, going back to the dish analogy, I like to wash dishes as I after I eat. I like to clean as I cook. I like to clean as I eat. As I make mess, I'm cleaning it up. And that is the kind of thing that I'm adopting in my life in in daily habits a lot of the time. Sometimes I like to mix it up and let things pile up. But, you know, a lot of the time that's how I'm doing things as I'm staring at my fucking dirty room recording this that I have to clean up later. But, you know, some people like to clean as they cook. Some people like to solve as they hurt. Right. So if they're hurt with a situation or they are hurting because of a situation, they like to get to the root of it first or right after it happens and solve it and heal it or go start the healing process. Right. As it stands before, you know, in lieu of just letting it fester and get worse and get heavier and become more difficult. And then we forget and then it's just sitting there. We don't realize why we have crippling anxiety because we forgot what 
sprouted that. Because although you might not consciously remember a lot, you have to remember that the mind has a lot of psychological defenses to help you continue to be functional. And there are, there are side effects to those dysfunctions and those, and those, um, those safe, those safe portions, right? There's, there's dysfunctions that go along with that. There's side effects. So it's like, you might not remember exactly why you're feeling incredibly anxious, right? Because your mind, your mind made you kind of forget a little bit or kind of, you know, not remember as viscerally, but the side effects is that you have this random anxiety that hits you throughout the day or through certain situations, right? Want to be the side effect. So you have to understand that your mind, our minds, human minds are very intuitive. So we might not subconscious or consciously remember things, but the, the brain is still subconsciously storing all of that. And in waiting, it's like in a waiting room ready to solve. So it's like now serving problem 3048, right? So you have to understand that, yeah, you could not solve your problems immediately. That's, that's also a possibility. However, comma, the longer that you wait, the more it starts to fester. You know, I love to use analogies in my episodes because it helps you get a mental image of exactly how our problems and our traumas can affect us right? It's like rotting food in a fridge. And then you get new food and you just push the rotting food to the back of the fridge. Your fridge is going to start to smell eventually because that's what happens. Rotting food starts to smell. Your fridge will start to smell. Or if you carry around a bag of garbage with you and you just keep filling up the same garbage bag over and over and over again and not changing it, right? So it's like you, at some point, you don't, I don't, you don't have to do a goddamn thing, but it's a suggestion, right? At some point, it would benefit you to clear out your fridge, your mental fridge. It would benefit you to take out that emotional garbage, put it on the curb. So understand that these situations, these emotions that you have, these problems that kind of add up, yes, they're annoying to have to solve. These things that resurface that kind of force you to refocus and recenter on something that you did not end properly are going to at some point, and this isn't to scare anybody because it might not ever resurface in your life in the exact form that it came in, right? It could come in a new form. But all I know is that, or it might not even come in a form at all. It might just be something that's psychologically haunting you. You, ha you can't just ignore your problems. You can put them off and yeah, you could, yeah, realistically, yes, you could ignore them, but eventually it starts to pile up with new problems that come in because life is not unproblematic. Unfortunately, life is about problems and problem solving. You know, imagine how boring the Sims would be if there was never anything to do for the Sim. Like they always like there's cheat codes in the Sims, but then it gets boring after a while. If nobody's ever played the Sims, it's a fun game. I know I'm a nerd. It's okay. I've, I've accepted this fact about me. It's fine. I love this about me. But the thing is, is that, it would be nice if we all lived perfectly unproblematic lives in every single way. It would be nice, especially if you've lived with a lot of problems yourself. But the whole point of life is to problem solve and to evolve and to grow. That's, in my opinion, what makes life worth living. I'm not saying that it's great that we should all have problems, but there's 
there's like the unserious problems or the less serious problems and the more daunting problems. But it gives you something to evolve from. I can tell you that I do not, if I could undo a lot of the traumas that I had to solve, a lot of the problems that I had to solve and go through, I totally would. But I would not be the same person that I am today. I probably wouldn't have the amount of patience that I have. I probably wouldn't have a lot of um, the optimism that I have. Because there would be other things, you know, there's always other things that, that shape a person and change a person. I don't think that I would be perfect. I don't think I would be this perfect symbol of human being if I didn't go through those traumas. I think I would be a lot different in a lot of ways. But the challenges that have been put in front of me have forced me to evolve in a lot of ways. And I don't wish that kind of forced evolution on anybody because I feel like if I hadn't gone through that, I probably would have developed it naturally and not as forced. However, I am very happy and I feel very grateful that I was able to move past the things that kind of tried to cripple me in the beginning, right? I'm very happy that I had the chance to kind of evolve through this and kind of be a better me, despite those circumstances that might have been otherwise unsavory, right? And you can too, you know, you don't need to suffer. And I tell people that all the time, you don't need to suffer. You don't need to be miserable. You don't need to be sad. And that's not just me saying like, oh, have a banana and drink some water when you're like clinically depressed. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there is a process of solution. There's always a solution that you can find, that you can create within yourself. There's always a solution to almost every problem. But it's going to be unique to your situation. Everybody is different. You have to do the work. And I say this all the time, and I know that's fucking annoying, and I know that seems very impossible, but the more problems that you, or, or um, you know, objections that you create, the more solutions you're going to have to find. So instead of creating objections, try to be open to the solution, right? So it's like, I don't know if anybody's ever spoken to somebody, but imagine you give somebody a solution, they're just like, oh, I feel this way. Oh, well, have you thought about doing, no, no, because then I'm going to have to do this. No, no, then I'm going to be open to a solution. Be open to a solution to solve your problem. Because if you're not open to a solution, then you're just kind of setting yourself up for failure. And I don't want you guys to set yourself up for failure. I don't want you guys to do that. Don't do that. Don't set yourself up for failure. Don't do all that. Come on. We want solutions here on the Unknown Podcast. We want solutions. So understand that there's a solution for almost everything. And what you won't find in this life, maybe you'll find in the next. I don't fucking know what's after this. But I think it would be nice. All right? So be open to the solutions. Be open to finding the solutions to your problems. Understand that you need to sort through the pieces of your past to be able to, you know, move forward from it and evolve from it. Because you don't need to be your trauma. You don't need to be all of your problems. That doesn't need to be your life. Okay, you can evolve from these things and be better for you, for you, not for anybody else around you, for you. Okay? That's all I got. We're almost at 20 minutes. <laughs> and I know other people's podcasts are usually like an hour, two hours long. 
And I don't, I don't think that I could ever do that long of an episode unless I have like fucking six pages of dissertation written up. Because a lot of the time, this stuff that I'm talking about on my episodes is all coming from my mind. And it's all just a ramble. I don't know where it comes from. It's just the, the, the inspiration comes from different places. So I never really have a script. Sometimes I have some research in front of me if it's something a little bit more clinical that I want to get accurate based on, you know, scholarly studies and shit. Who knows? I, I really don't know. Anyways, I love you guys all so much. Please continue to be kind. Set yourself up for success this year, okay? Forget about last year because that already fucking happened. Don't worry about it anymore. Fuck it off. It's okay. Worry about today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about yesterday. Don't worry about last year, okay? It's the new year. I love you guys so much. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye now.